with Remy and Casey on 92.3 WIL. Oh, it's Friday light. Let's go. Let's go. National Seafood Bisque Day. Do you do, you, do you do seafood as a vegetarian? Is that something you can do? Um, I don't really. I just know that it's National Seafood Bisque Day. I do a lot of bisques. I love a creamy bisque. Thick bisque. Look at that thick bisque. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little slap happy this morning. As I went to the Matt Reif show last night at Steeple Theater, the late show, which didn't actually start until 10.30. Matt Reif didn't actually take the stage until about 11 o'clock. Maybe 11.15. Mom and dad's night out on the town on a Wednesday. And because my sleeping is so complex, I had to sleep on the couch in the living room because if I got too comfortable in my bed, I would not wake up in the morning. It's hilarious. So there I am, kind of comfortable on the couch, at least not here, which I've done in the past. Sleeping on the floor in here is not fun. But the show was good. It was worth it. That's good. I'm sure ladies listening everywhere are immediately jealous and wish they were there. Yeah. There was surprisingly, I would say it was... Pretty mixed. 60-40, maybe. 60 women, 40 dudes. He's hilarious. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot... I, I... I commend his rise this year. He's been in this thing for a while and, you know, TikTok does what TikTok does and yep. Instagram and all the social medias and they, for the better for him. So uh, we've got Dustin Lynch tickets at eight o'clock with the big three. If you want to join us for that, you can win those. We've also got a fun game for John Party tickets at 730. Uh, he's coming to our Halloween party and uh, he's playing at Shafitz on Saturday. Remy and Casey. I want to know if you've had any weird landlord rules. 314-699-4766. One of my buddies is wanting to set up an aquarium in this new apartment that he's moving into. And the landlord's like flipping out about it. You have a you have a dog policy, you have a cat policy, get all that. But then when you get into like aquariums and stuff, then it gets weird. Apparently the landlord wants to charge him a $500 deposit for a little fish tank. In, no, in the apartment. no, no. I looked up the size of that fish tank and it's not a li- LIL little fish tank. It's 50 gallons. It's that's 50 not, gallons. That's not that a thing ton. falls. Water is going into the next floor below. I kind of get it to an extent. There is damage done. But I'm wondering if there's any like Casey, have you any have you had any weird landlord rules or landlord issues? Well, first I have to give a shout out to colleges for being the worst. And like at my school, we weren't allowed to have um, candles or candle warmers or anything. Yeah. And oof, an RA would come in and swipe all your Bath and Body Works candles and I would get so mad. <laughs> I understand why, but still. And then, um, yeah, when I lived downtown, I lived in a building for quote artists. So they were very... Um, encouraging of make this place your own make your make your apartment yours however it is and I was like great I painted a mural of peonies on the wall and then on my move out day the the front desk guy walks in and he goes oh no Mm. Mm. You're going to have to paint that. You're going to have to paint the peonies. Or pay $1,000 to have it painted. Go ahead and paint the peonies. And I was like, then why did you tell me I could? Yeah. Had that same issue <laughs> with uh, one of the first apartments that Lauren and I had. 
landlord landlord was like, make it your own, whatever, do you, you know, paint, whatever. And then they get mad. And then it, they, they came in for the walkthrough and I got like yelled at via text message for paint. You're going to have to cover that up. You're going to have to repaint, repaint it, you know, paint it back to the color it was. And did you? Yeah. I wanted my money back. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is going to cost, you know, $50 in paint and rollers and stuff. Or I can get $1,000 of my deposit back, whatever that case may be. That's good for you because I told them, I'm out of here. You keep that deposit and don't talk to me anymore. Dang. Enjoy your peonies. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was good. How big was it? I don't know. Was it like big enough? It took up a wall. 10 feet? No. 12 feet? Maybe five. Five 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 by five. A little wall. A small little wall. Right. Little peonies. Okay. Uh, 314-699-4766. Ever had a landlord... Give you some wacky rules. Let us know on the text line. Got a friend who's moving into a new apartment and he wants to set up a 50-gallon aquarium, which apparently is huge to Casey. Uh, it's big enough. I don't blame him. And uh, the landlord's like, I'm going to need a $500 deposit for that thing. Uh, I don't really have an uh, aquarium policy here. but uh, we're- Also, a $500 deposit, I feel like it's not that bad. For a fi- for 50 gallons? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it could do a decent amount of damage. Depending on what floor he's on, I don't know that. If he's on the ground floor, it's whatever. But yeah. uh, if you're on the top floor, can you imagine getting into aquarium water down? You oh, know, my that gosh. Thing bursts and you got would, no. fish poop Pay everywhere. The deposit. <laughs> uh, from the 314, no parties or chaos. Our landlord would not allow us to have people over. I guess maybe, you know, from bad experiences in the past, uh, from the 314, you can have dogs, but they have to be on a leash 24 hours a day. Uh, inside. In, okay. <laughs> uh, this one might be the weirdest I've heard from the 636. Had an apartment after college and the landlord lived above us and said we couldn't fry food or make bacon. Mm, no, I'd be like, you could just move out. <laughs> I love that. I'm actually surprised that we don't smell the restaurant below us more often. Us being here in studio. Yes. We do have a restaurant below us. Is that El Blago? El Blago, yeah. It's an Italian place. And we never smell the smells, but we hear the clanks and pots clacking. When you uh, when you go out in the back, though, the vent is back there, so Ugh. you can smell whatever the special of the day is. And the tr- dumpster. Yeah, and that too. That too. Uh, did your landlord give you any weird rules when you moved in? Let us know on the text line. 314-699-4766. Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. More coming out about Yachty potentially coming back to the team as a bench coach next season. Uh, Yachty Merlina did a recent interview and said, I had the opportunity when I went to the Adam Wainwright retirement game a few weeks ago to sit down with them and uh, several points were discussed. We hope that if something happens, it will happen soon. And if not, then I would still be willing to continue helping uh, helping them when they need me while I'm here in Puerto Rico. John Mazalok says, we will always try to find a place for someone like Yachty. I think he needs to take the word try out of that. Yeah. And let's make that happen. That is that is such a good note there. I feel like they will always say, oh, we'll try to make it work. We can try and find something or figure something out. It's Yachty. Yeah. Like everyone in the city loves him. The team loves him. The league loves him. And he loves everybody right back. Yeah. If he's down, let it happen. I think Adam Wainwright would probably be another good fit as a coach of some sort. However, he's got a budding country career. We don't want to interrupt that. Right. Okay. Of course. We want to hear Adam Wainwright on 
this radio station at some point. I'm sure it won't be long. I'm sure he'll be sending over his stuff. So looks like there's mutual interest, which is a great thing. Uh, and if they can get the numbers right, Yachty might just be the level head that they need in that dugout. And and I think it would really spark some more excitement after the very unexciting season we had last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can work with Wilson Contreras. That would be the main goal here. <laughs> uh, apparently, Travis Kelsey just bought a house. I saw this. So that he and Taylor could get a little privacy in Kansas City. Because I think when we first talked about this, when we first talked about uh, like Taylor and the posse was spotted on a ring doorbell camera in Travis Kelsey's neighborhood. Yeah. And I was like, Travis Kelsey just lives in a neighborhood. Right. I I am. I'm imagining Travis Kelsey living in like just the Chesterfield of Kansas City. And now he's realizing, okay, if I'm going to have this very high profile girlfriend with me coming back here, I need to I need to move a little bit further back into Ladue. (laughs) I need to get a little bit more space and fencing. Pull a little gate up. Yes. Yeah. Some more cameras. Well, the new pad is a gated community is in a gated community. And is a straight-up mansion, six bedrooms, six baths, 16,000 square feet of living space. There's a pool, waterfall attached, tennis, pickleball court, uh, mini golf course. Mm. So shout out to that. Uh, Travis's old house was simply far too accessible, they say, and was starting to become a tourist attraction with people swinging by and staking out the place. Yeah. Travis was getting uncomfortable with the situation. He also travels so much that I could totally see it being a spot that he bought years ago. And and then just, you know, he's gone so much that he doesn't think about needing somewhere more exclusive. Yeah. And it, it kind of stinks that all of this is public record to some extent because yeah. people are going to find out where it's at. And they're they're going to try do and all stake it thing. out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I wonder I wonder what uh, Taylor Swift thinks of his little $6 million mansion. Mm-hmm. She's like, I have seven of those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Uh, the 2024 Blues Hall of Fame class will be announced tonight when the Blues take on the Coyotes. Puck drop at 7, and uh, City SC will take on Seattle in their last home game on Saturday. Kickoff at 7.30. Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. People out there are burning their nethers because of hot peppers. What are you talking about? Remy, remember yesterday when you told me that there's a new hot pepper in the world on the market? It's the hottest pepper out there. Pepper X. It's only a matter of time before people start doing crazy challenges and getting into big trouble with these, right? Why are they putting them in their pants? Well, no, not yet. Anyway. Okay. Yesterday on Live with Kelly and Mark... They talked about the same thing, Pepper X. And then as they're in this conversation, their producer brought out a bowl of habaneros. Kelly said she wanted to try that trick of like rubbing them on your lips to then make your lips get all plump and give you that fresh lip filler look. And as she was reaching for one, Mark, her husband, was like, whoa, urges her not to. Because of that one time, what happened at the barbecue? Oh. What happened at the barbecue? At the barbecue they were having, friends were making guacamole using like these spicy peppers, and one person forgot to u- wash their hands mm. before they used the restroom. And that day became known as the day the barbecue was canceled, as this person burned their nethers. And needed medical help. So they were cutting peppers, not using proper protection on their hands. Go to the bathroom, cleaning up, 
realize, whoa. There's pepper juices on the hands still. Mm-hmm. That's what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. We're talking about pepper juices. On the hands. Did we, are we talking about habaneros? Are we talking about pepper X? Are we talking about jalapenos? They didn't say, but they said the pepper itself was so spicy that this person needed medical attention to their nethers. And oh I'm thinking, gosh. what kind of guac needs to be that spicy? Yeah, that's true. Also, it's a very sensitive area. You have to take care of it, you know? Also... All Mark really had me thinking the story was going in a way different direction when it started with <laughs> Kelly and the lips thing, and then it all went in a whole different way. <laughs> the long story short, if we weren't serious enough when we were talking about Pepper X yesterday, we're letting you know we're serious now. These spicy peppers are no joke. I'm going down. I'm, I'm, I'm saying the same thing I said yesterday. This has to be... Eating peppers has to be like a fun thing for someone. It has to be like a hobby at this point. Yeah. Because I will, I like a little bit of spice, but I don't want to be keeled over on the floor no wishing one needs, I was going to die or something. No one needs holes in their stomach. No. Or medical attention to their nethers simply because you had a, some peppers that were too spicy on the table in the guac. And if you're going to deal with these peppers, I don't, at least use some gloves and wash <laughs> your hands afterwards, please. Exactly. News is lame. This is unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. Casey, when you were dating around uh, pre-fiance, did you ever give the guys you were dating nicknames? Totally. Okay, so this is a thing. Yeah, you can do it for plenty of reasons. A, to keep them straight whenever you're telling stories to like your girlfriends about people that you've been seeing recently so they know in their brains which ones are which. For sure. Or B, because you don't want to reveal their real name. Okay. Well, a TikToker who posts relationship advice has been racking up the hits with her nickname theory. This is how it goes. Nickname theory is the idea that the dumber the nickname you give the man you're dating, the less you like him. If you give a guy a really stupid nickname, like on your first date, he told you that his favorite kind of bagel is a plain bagel with cream cheese, a serial killer's order. So you start calling him plain bagel with cream cheese guy. It's not that serious. Does that, Agree. Does that make sense? Well, like what would you call? A, totally. I mean, I know that we have the gingerbread man as his nickname on the show, but did you give him a nickname before you guys were super serious? No, because I kept it, um, I kept it close to the, what's that phrase? Close to the chest. Mm. Like I kept my cards close on that one. So no one really knew about him yet, but absolutely. Like the better, the better, no, I just didn't know, (laughs) you know, the better the nickname for sure, the more serious it is. Because if you have a really interesting nickname for someone, then there's an interesting story to go along with it. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like a plain bagel with cream cheese. I'm not a serial a killer. Bagel? A bagel. A bagel. A bagel. A bagel. I don't know. How Where do you did say- you come from? How do you say it? It's a bagel. A bagel. And that's because you're the most vanilla guy I've ever known. Ouch, bro. And that's okay if <laughs> that's what okay. you're into. I'm trying to be on the radio here, Casey. <laughs> I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be unique. You can't say you like a reg bag with cream cheese. Okay, maybe an egg bag. Egg bagel. That's not, it's not necessarily a... What, oh, oh with an egg on it? Like no, a Sam? Like an actual... It's a different flavor. Anyways, <clears throat> if you narrow down the description to something relevant to him, like the gray BMW guy, that's personal and he's a possibility. Okay. It could go either way. Although I don't know that I'd want to be like, oh, gray BMW guy. Oh, okay. Right. It, I think it all essentially comes down to like, does the nickname make fun of him in some way? 
cream cheese bagel guy definitely makes fun of him because you're essentially saying he's boring. Yeah. Um, if you're saying like, ah, black F-150 guy, that really doesn't make fun of him yeah. per se. It's just, it's just referring to him. The final category isn't actually a nickname. If you use his real name, like I had so much fun with Tom Smith last night. Then you're getting ahead of yourself. You think you're in for the long haul. You think you're in for the long haul. And would say yes to a diamond. Oh, wow. That's really, that's in really deep. Yeah. Yeah. But I, and and again, I I just used, I don't know if maybe this is a guy thing, but you just use the girl's name. It's like, whatever. Yeah. You're (laughs) right. Talking to other guys. About the girl that you were dating, you because use her you know actual why. name. You would use her actual name because you're going to tell the whole story. And by the time you're done with the story, that person forgot the girl's name because you're guys. But girls need a little more detail than that. So they're like, who, the cream cheese bagel guy or the F-150 guy? Because he, we, he's got our vote. <laughs> That's awesome. Mornings of Halloween with Remy and Casey, powered by Johnny Brock's Dungeon. Come on in, we having a party. So slap happy. All this week, we've got John Party tickets for hosting a Halloween party. If you can tell us what costume John Party is wearing to our Halloween party, then you'll win tickets to his party on Saturday at Chaffetz Arena. I'm going to give you some clues. You're going to tell me who John Party is showing up as. Knock, knock, knock. <laughs> Did I hear a rap on the door? I think someone's here. It's John Party. Uh, I'm waiting to see. I'm waiting <laughs> to hear what he's wearing. John's got no strings to hold him down with this one. Do you know it yet? Is that it? No, I have more. I, I have an idea. Go on. Wow, what a long nose. All right, no more hints. You don't want any more? Because I got two more. No, that was far too many. Really? Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) 314-954-9230. You've never needed a nap more than you need a nap right right now. (laughs) Oh, Matt Reif kept me up late last night. Why? (sighs) Call us and tell us what John Party's wearing if you want these tickets, girl. Uh, Katie. Katie. John's got no strings to hold him down with this one. Wow, what a long nose. What's John showing up to our Halloween party in? Pinocchio. Hey! Where's Geppetto and Jiminy Cricket, my guy? Katie, does someone have a gun to you to call us right now? (laughs) She's like, I don't really want to talk. I I, I just get nervous on this stuff, and it's the first time I've ever had you guys answer, so. Well, here we go. I'm glad you called. Yeah, I'm glad that uh, this is the first time you got through, and you are going to see John Party on Saturday. Congratulations. That's amazing. Thank you. Remy and Casey. Sorry, I thought the mics were on. (laughs) Today we're playing the big three. Remy's got Jackie on the phone. Do you want to spin the wheel and see what game you're playing today? I do. Jackie playing for these Dustin Lynch tickets. He'll be at St. Louis Music Park in May. And today we're playing Dustin Lynch Fun Facts. Mm. 
you probably don't know these because you probably, Remy, don't know much about Dustin Lynch, but hopefully Jackie is a huge fan and does. I've been on Dustin Lynch's bus. I know plenty about Dustin Lynch. That's what I like to hear. Yeah. Then you should kill it. His teeth are real. Let's, are they really? Is that one of your, is that one of your questions? No. No. Bonus. Number one. Dustin Lynch actually attended college in Nashville at A, law school, B, med school, C, aerospace engineering school. Wow. Belmont, final answer. It's not an option. Dang it. Everybody goes to Belmont. Right. Med school, law school, or? Aerospace engineering school. Not that. Not that. Uh, I'm going to go with... I don't know. Those hats are pretty streamlined, if you ask me. I'm going to go with med school. The doctor will see you now. (laughs) Dr. Lynch. Number two. The first country artist that Dustin Lynch ever met actually sang our national anthem this morning on 92.3 WIL. If you don't know, that happens every day at 6 a.m. Yep. Was it A, Ellen Jackson, B... Clint Black <laughs> or C, Vince Gill. You're testing me on my own show. Because at this time, you were watching TikTok. <sighs> A, Alan Jackson, final answer. And number three. I asked Dustin Lynch the same question we talked about yesterday on the air. What awful smell do you actually enjoy? Dustin says he likes this awful smell because it reminds him of home. A, skunk spray. B, cow dung. C, dead fish. I'm gonna go to Jackie on this one, Jackie. I think I think skunk spray. Skunk spray? That's why skunk smell. Okay, let's go with uh, A. Final answer. All right, Jackie. Out of three, how many do you think Remy got correct today? I think he got two. Okay. That's a good, solid, safe bet. Did he get two right today? Remy. Remy. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Luke Combs wore something to his last show. If you haven't seen it, You'll never guess what it is. Mm. Luke Combs is sharing his hit songs all over the world as he went on his world tour this year. But as it comes to an end, the stop that everyone is talking about was in Scotland. Scotland. On Monday, just a few days ago. So before his show, Luke decided to embrace his Scottish roots and perform in a custom kilt. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. He actually helped... He got help by like this high-end shop that's in Scotland called McGregor yeah. and McDuff. And they built a kilt for him. Did he also play the bagpipes at any time during his show? So I wasn't actually there. So I don't know. Well, I mean, there was a recap somewhere, right? I listen. Not complete unless you're playing bagpipes on, on stage. Even if Luke Holmes is playing bagpipes, I just don't want to hear them. That's true. They're very difficult. Hard to learn right off the bat. (laughs) And terrible sounding. No. Have you tried to learn? Oh, yeah. Didn't you say you were trying to get into bagpipes? Yeah, back in high school, I, you know, had a bagpipe face. Right. That would, like, really suck for your wife. (laughs) If you were still into bagpipes. 
There's so many jokes that I have right now. All right. Well, you don't pipes, need to make them. <laughs> the store itself that makes these custom kilts, they said, we were delighted to help Luke connect with his Scottish, whoop, Scottish heritage during his visit to Glasgow. It's been a joy to work with him over the past few weeks on his specially made kilt and have him visit us in store for an authentic shop experience. So I think the authentic way to wear a kilt is nothing underneath. Really? Yes. You're making that up? No. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm thinking like if I'm Luke Combs, I'm probably wearing shorts on underneath it. I think he definitely for a show. had to have shorts on underneath it because it's Luke Combs. And I think, you know, he did something very cool by because the crowd went wild when he came out in a kilt in Scotland. They freaked out yeah. as they should. It's pretty cool. Yeah. But he still had tube socks and cowboy boots on like socks coming up out of the boots nice on stage under that kilt i you know for a fact he wasn't commando this is like on the, a stage get real yeah you know those are headlines he's not trying to make exactly um i had a thought and it went away gone. Sick. Well, you can see the video <laughs> of him in a kilt on our Facebook page and Instagram now. story. Casey Covers Country is brought to you by Offenburg Kia and the St. Clair Auto Mall in Shiloh Off 64. I remember it now. What? <laughs> it's officially spooky season. 31 mornings of Halloween with Remy and Casey. Powered by Johnny Brock's Dungeon. Dude. Steeple Theater's creepy. You know, I don't know that I've ever been to the Steeple Theater slash Peabody Opera House. I think the Fox Theater probably has more ghosts per capita, but uh, Steeple's up there too. This I've never heard of. So I did a little bit of research before going to the Matt Rife show last night. Found some creepy stuff. I figured, you know, we're going to be there late. There's So a lot you of were going to try ghost hunting well, after the Matt Rife show? You know what? Maybe. If we were just the last ones in the theater, maybe see a ghost, maybe see Matt Rife. That didn't happen. I had to get home and sleep. But it turns out Stiefel has several ghosts that frequent the theater. But there's one named Rachel who's been spotted a lot. Now, before the building that contains Stiefel Theater was built in 1932, a woman was stabbed to death by her husband in a bar just down the street. Uh, what was the bar? So yeah. they said that they just associate... I mean, it was the, it was in the 30s. Oh. Wheelhouse! Just started with that. I don't know. Uh, we just associate that with Rachel, said the senior public safety manager. Uh, Rachel is here a lot. She has been seen by guests. She has been seen by employees. And she sings a lot. You can hear her. He said, it's actually kind of pretty. She's a good singer. She'll sing warm-up bars and hum a lot. You'll hear her up here in the balcony area sometimes, he said. And if you're in there by yourself and the lights are off, she'll just start singing. Is she nice? I wonder, yeah. like, if you're someone that works there or, like, a janitor who's there late, if they're just, you know, oh, that's just Rachel again. It's all good. Yeah. Just She's... keep going about my biz. Oh, Ra Rachel's getting mad because I'm vacuuming. She can't hear her voice. She's nice for now. I would imagine you don't want to make, make her upset. But they always have the ghost light up there. And this guy took a picture, just a random like picture the ghost one ghost light? Oh, wow. Every theater has a ghost light. So when nobody's at the theater, they it's basically just one light bulb on 
on a lamp shade or lamp post or whatever, and they turn it on and they leave. So there's one light in the theater, and it's called Ghost Light. And he took a picture one night. In the darkness, you can see a face. Oh, I have chills. <sighs> Photoshopped? No. Well, have you seen it? Real. It's real. I saw it on a news story. <laughs> <laughs> and the news is always real. Always. Uh, the senior public safety manager says that staff members have actually quit because they've witnessed things they could not explain at the Stiefel Theater. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. I just feel like all theaters are haunted. Well, I think that, especially we know since doing 31 Mornings of Halloween, whenever you think about haunted things in St. Louis, you also, you think about like the, ha- the what am I trying to say? Lemp. The Lemp Mansion yeah. or the cemeteries of some sort. I would have never thought or considered the Stiefel Theater. Yeah. Should they've, we look into this? They've taken pictures of like ghosts sitting in the audience. Should we? Ask for some photos? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I'll, I'll post this up on the Facebook page if you want to check it out. But the good wow. part is, is that they can't find anything about ghosts showing up when there is an audience, when there's like a full lot, like Matt Rife last night. Right. Uh, I'm sure they're there. But it all seems to happen when there's only a couple people in the building. Mm. Woohoo! As it do. Love it. It's Remy and Casey's Hometown Heroes. Brought to you by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. Schedule your AC system check now. Visit aircomfortservice.com. Today we say thank you to Cecilia Cowell, nominated by Rebecca Meyer. Cecilia has been a 911 dispatcher in St. Louis, in the St. Louis area for four years now and is awesome at it. She truly loves her job and could not imagine doing anything else besides answering the call for help from citizens. I've talked to so many people. She's dispatched for, and they absolutely love her. Cecilia, that job is so important, and we are glad that you are feeling appreciated by Rebecca and by us. Remy and Casey on the way out on this Friday light. That just means tomorrow is Friday, and uh, for the rest of the day, I'm going to be sleeping because I went to Matt Rife last night. The late show at 10 o'clock, which didn't actually start until 1030, didn't actually get home until like one o'clock in the morning. I was going to say, how many hours of sleep do you think you got? I will say three solid hours on the couch. Yeah. Because I have a thing where I can't, I can't sleep in my bed when it's only going to be three hours because then I get too comfortable and then I just, I'll sleep through all alarms. Mm. So I have been solo two days this week. Yeah. I have to sleep in a little bit of discomfort in those situations just so. It's just different. Keep you on your toes a little bit. Yeah, but it was a good show. It was a good show. Uh, We actually talked about the ghosts of Stiefel Theater, which is a whole different thing. They've got a whole bunch of different ghosts there, but the one that they uh, have been focusing on the past year or so is Rachel, who is a ghost that actually sings and is actually pretty good. And she what tell what was her story again? Was she killed? Yeah, the there I guess they there's a story back from the thirties that a woman was killed by her husband in a bar Ugh. because apparently he thought that she had cheated on him or something. Uh, and it was allegedly right down the street from yes. Stiefel. It was on the same grounds. Sure. Before Stiefel was Stiefel Theater. Yes. So uh interesting stories that we've been finding all throughout the thirty one mornings of Halloween, powered by Johnny Brown. You can check those out on the website, 923wil.com. And of course, you can always check out the Remy and Casey Show podcast if you miss anything. We will see you back here tomorrow for a Friday. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Facebook at 923wil.